There's a mystery to untangle Using comedy as our angle We'll reveal the quest of a special guest With a little jesting We'll be demystifying the expert Using laughter as our guide Demystifying the expert Till our questions have been satisfied And the expert has been well demystified Welcome to a new episode of the Demystifying the Expert program here at JMU in a famous Taylor Down Under location where we bring the science to the public or the public to the science in a way that is hopefully more appealing than how these things are usually done. Uh, so, why is that? Because we serve it all on a comedy plate. If it looks like I'm reading a script, uh, it's just we are not. fake, we're not. Uh, but it's, uh, it just looks more professional. Before we start, we need to make sure that we mention those that are supporting our program. It wouldn't be not possible to have the Demystifying the Expert without the generous support of people who understand the power of education, educating the world and how science works and why it matters. And for this, we are very, very grateful to the College of Science and Math. At a certain point, we hope to see our dean here. I don't see her yet. But thank you very much, Mr. Let us know when she's in. Mr. Edward Rice, whom we don't know much, but we know that he was uh, interested enough on this program to give us a support as a member of the JMU uh, Board of Visitors. And uh, we also thank you the Department of Physics and Astronomy. All right, so uh, um, if you didn't get around that table or around the healthy snacks that we provided for you, you have maybe one more minute or less to do it, all right? Maybe in the meantime, you can continue to do that as well very quietly because you are not gonna wanna miss what the comedians are saying, especially the expert. So part of our budget goes into feeding you, thus the food there. And but also into advertising. Okay, so uh, we are going to start by introducing the crew here. The, there are two hosts, as you can see, standing here on this uh, stage. Yeah. That's us. The first one is uh, Professor Anka Constantine. She is an astrophysicist Hello. by day and at night. And come she comes up with shows like these and some of the jokes that you hear. And uh, the other host is Clebert Faitosa, who is also known as the Bubble Man, uh, who also sometimes plays in the sand as well. Uh, go visit him in a lab for a change from now on. All right. So, uh, just a reminder about what this program is about. We're tapping a panel of three locally grown and owned <laughs> comedians uh, that are going to guess through a barrage a, of gut-busting games what an expert studies all day. So we're going <coughs> to present those comedians. They're part of the one and only new and improved troupe at JMU Improv. Improv. Not improved. Not at all improved. No, no improvement. It's, it's a little people. joke to say that you need to improve. Yeah. <laughs> You got it, right? So the, the first one is Alan Chen. Alan is a senior intelligence analyst. A hand for Alan, please. He's a major who loves sweet shoes and looks exactly like a box turtle if you squint hard enough. He's been with us actually for the past two years, on and off, and our program was on and off because we didn't have the funds to bring it continuously to you. So he's a veteran of this show. Got to be yeah. yeah, Alan. Yeah. 
and then now we have Diego Salinas. Diego is a junior junior theater major uh, and Italian, the double major, who is also fluent in Spanish. And tonight's refreshments are the only meal he has seen this week. Oh. All right. So and uh, we also have Marion Duffy. Marion's here with us for the first time. She's a freshman of media arts and design major from Ohio who rewrites the words of classic pop songs in her spare time. Yay. You should check with her. That's just really, really good. And finally, oh. to our expert of the night, can you please introduce her? All right. Uh, expert of the night is Professor Eva Strawbridge. Hello, hello. She has been at JMU since 2012 after a postdoctoral fellowship at the University of Chicago and a research fellowship at UC Davis, which is where she got her doctorate degree. <laughs> Professor Strawbridge wrote numerous scientific papers on what she is studying, and she is greatly invested in making the public aware of the types of things she is an expert on. So, we want to find out what she does all day long, but this will be up to you and these guys. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's start. Are we ready for the first game? It's let's going to be a to the first Yeah, game. let's okay, go. Games. Let's go. The first game is the 20 question style guessing game when the expert is asked by the panel of comedians uh, questions who are trying to find out what the expertise of the expert is about. Of course, we all know from the ad that she's coming from the Department of Mathematics and Statistics. Uh, numbers. Yeah, you forgot to stats. read the ad, right? <laughs> 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 so uh, the, the, the questions are, are such that the answer from the expert needs to be only yes or no. That's the only rule, yes or no answers. All I right. can do these kind of questions. All right, <laughs> take it away. Yes. She said yes. She said yes. Is someone keeping tabs? We want to know who's winning okay, this round. Um, You're going to tell us at the end. Do you like even numbers? <laughs> no. Oh. Not a point do you like prime numbers? No. Do you know what happens if you divide by zero? Yes. <laughs> All right, good, 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 good. Yeah. Um, Checks out. Diego won. <laughs> do, you do, uh, do you do math with computers? Yes. Okay, all right. oh. Do you do? Oh, do you do any sort of like programming? <laughs> yes. Everybody. All right, programming. Um, do you like programming? <laughs> Is it like Jurassic Park? Trick question. Yes. Yes. Okay. Does programming and she likes it. And likes it. Okay. Do you have like that beautiful mind effect where you walk in life and you just see numbers everywhere and like things are brighter and dear <laughs> God no. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm wondering how do you tie that to her work? <laughs> I don't know. Um, She's really, really smart. Uh, are they making progress? Are they finding out no. something? No. no. <laughs> okay. Do you work with irrational numbers? Who doesn't? <laughs> Duh. Yes or no? That was an irrational question. Count that as a yes. Do you... Do your programs um, help solve other math equations? I don't know how to answer that one. I think I think yes with a question mark. Okay. Yes. Can I throw in I'll a hint? I'll put a point yeah. with a question mark for you, okay? I'll, okay. I'll, I'll throw in a hint, and that is with dedication for the comedians, because it's about the math 
puns, all right? So the problem with the math puns is that the calculus jokes are all derivative, <laughs> the trigonometry jokes are too graphic, <laughs> the algebra jokes are usually formulaic, and arithmetic jokes are pretty basic. So these are already three types of uh, mathematicians. There is a, actually another one. Uh, of course, you might guess that the occasional statistics joke is an uh, outlier. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then there are still other types of mathematicians. So think oh, that way. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Um, like if you were to go into like a math conference and you were to grab the mic and say your spiel, would other mathematicians be like, no, that's wrong, you're wrong, and you represent wrong things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she, she's like a fringe math person. Are you, uh, are you like one of the only math people in your math field? No. Okay. All right. um, <laughs> does your work require you to do any field uh, observations or research? Yes, I think. With a question mark? Do you... <laughs> When you go to work in the d during the day or at night, um, do you go to work? <laughs> do you go to work to a computer? Yes, at night I am a lady of, of the computer. Okay, okay. <laughs> but not only. Okay. So is math your day job? <laughs> I mean, she's a professor. She's a professor who teaches math oh, right, right, of right. some sort. She's just trying to rack up yeses. Yes. <laughs> That's what she's trying to do. She's trying All to right. win. Um, oh, okay, goodness. Um, so I'm not so your math is theoretical. Eva. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right. Was that's that with a, a yes question mark? No. Was that maybe? Yes and no. With a question yes. mark? It's a, okay. it's a point five yeah, yes. So point five no yes, to so. you, yes to <laughs> the haters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and you kind of do need to do field research. Um, are you at all in your uh, research interested in um, the likelihood of things happening or not happening? <laughs> that's a very vague. And uh, when can we expect a machine? Yes, and that's not a yes or no answer. <laughs> when? Uh, Tomorrow? We need to throw another hint. Maybe yeah. you can uh, try to find out where that field okay. can be. Okay. Yeah, narrow yeah. it so down. It's, compu it's narrow computers, the field it's, down. Computers, it's math, programming. it's programming, math. it's challenge, like people, challenging. People don't like it. Not any of like, the basic maths. So it's not like 103. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, when you, when you do your math problems, does like each time you do it give you a different answer and you're like, what is this? Like, no. No? Okay. No, so you, consistent answers. Yes. Okay, math. Is, is, right. is, is there like, um. A formula? Do you make your own formulas and use them? That's yes. Okay. Uh, do you ever do like, um, um. What is it called? Uh, the Robin Williams movie with the really smart dude from Boston? Goodwill Good Hunting. Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting. Like, yeah. do you ever have to like solve like like unsolvable problems like in Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> like, do you ever take a stab at those? That's an oxymoron. 
Unsolvable. Solve unsolvable problems. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those yes, no. <laughs> do you do things that are impossible sometimes? Okay, um... So um, perhaps we should give a hint to them. Yeah, we need another we're one. Struggling. Another okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. To provide Throw us a hint, about. expert. <coughs> were they going? Who was getting closer, perhaps, or farther away? I probably was getting the farthest away. <laughs> Keep focused on the field work. Think creepy yeah. crawlies. Ooh, in math. Bug. Yes. So, like bugs. Mm. Yes. Oh, okay. So, oh. Uh, do you because poke things? Yes. You poke things. Okay, Wait, so all right, yes. Because Eva is an applied mathematician. Oh. Gotcha. So she does like like field stuff. So you work with like bugs? Like bugs. Like, like bugs. bugs. Okay. Like bugs. Do you are are you like in charge of like um or not in charge of, but are you, uh does your research lead you to try to find out population sizes of insects? Mm. Like reproductive or arachnids? Reproductive. Numbers? Reproductive numbers. <laughs> One third of a yes. <laughs> One third of a yes. What was the so, yes so to? It could be arachnids. It could be. Yes to Diego. No. Full yes to you. Full yes to oh, wait, me. What, what did you what say? Yes? Reproductive numbers. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Of bugs, of like bugs. So not bugs, but something like, like a, a bug. Like a, there are arachnids. There are. There are they. Do they have more than four legs? No. So. Uh, four legs. Are there two leg bugs? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I don't think there but are. A, but arachnid is. Uh, arachnids have eight legs. Right, yeah. So okay. it's not an. Scorpions are arachnids we're too. We're, we're going somewhere. All right. And, okay. and they okay. don't have brains either. They don't have brains. They have brains. Do they have? I use them that much. Is that a yes no thing? They, they, they can't like feel pain, so. They have perfectly nice little brains. <laughs> All right. Do they? When we talked, you said that's not. <laughs> their thing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So, you bugs, like bugs, maybe like illnesses, reproductive of like microbes, microorganisms. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, viruses? No. You know, viruses don't have. I think that at this point, I does should. Yeah. You have a question. Go yeah, ahead. I have a question. Does your organism have its own DNA? Yes. Okay. Okay. Can I take a stab so at it's it? It's not a virus. Please do. Do you generate like dynamic models of like populations? And yes. All right. Bingo. Bingo. Wow. Close. So I would give Diego ten points, and Alan ten points, and Marin. You make this a tie. <laughs> Marin. It's yeah. the other Marin. one. The ten other points. one. The girl. <laughs> and I want now Eva to describe there? because you got pretty pretty close. Eva, please tell us what is your elevator speech for your research. How slow is this elevator? Um, well, let's it do it three minutes. Like the okay. TDU elevator is pretty slow. <laughs> really We're slow taking elevator. the elevator here on Taylor, which yeah, is pretty yeah. slow. I yeah. hit the stop <laughs> button at some point. Travel <laughs> everyone. <laughs> All right, so I do creepy crawlies. So I have a couple of different areas of research. One of them is related to disease models. So I look at how diseases yeah. spread in populations. Um, I also look at another set of creepy crawlies, which would be worms. Um, oh, so these are actually no C. Legs. elegans. No legs. No legs. Yes. Uh, okay. Less than four legs. Less than two. <laughs> and I look at how these organisms move. Okay. So that was oh, a 20 like second how, elevator. Oh, like how worms move? Yep. And then you look at how does some diseases spread yep. in numbers? Do you mm -hmm. study like okay. worm diseases? 
No, actually. That would be a cool like crossover, but yeah, like <laughs> no. make a good movie somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Attack of the worm Zika worms or something. <laughs> no, the diseases I actually have been studying have to do usually with um, humans and okay. usually sexually transmitted diseases. Ah, oh. and worms plays into this, and so do is insects. This, is, <laughs> the, <laughs> is the worm know, just like, like a side surprise of the population? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, like, do you ever, like, consult, like, with the, like, health center? Have you ever done, like, a study at the JMU, how diseased JMU is? <laughs> or how many worms like, how, we how have? Dangerous or just the board not there? let you do that? <laughs> uh, what are the ethics? I have not, but I'm quite sure you are very diseased. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That, that was not in the tour. That was a collective you and that, not Diego. Yes, that was you a collective you. are in fact diseased. I'm, I'm diseased, but the school, the school is fine. Yeah, I'm just Diego. <laughs> So, so sexually transmitted diseases in humans and worm and movement. worms and worm movement, not not sexually, not sexually transmitted. Trans- okay, <laughs> wait, can Just worms get in. sexually transmitted diseases? These worms actually reproduce asexually. So Ooh. it's one of those that you cut in half and then no, no. Is 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 that wait. a myth about worms? Do yes. They- <laughs> oh. So oh. I like killed a lot worms? of worms. The, the new ones? <laughs> Pretty much, okay. yes. They, lay, they self-fertilize and lay their own eggs. Oh, so like those lizards that do that. The w- girl lizards. Like Godzilla. Yeah. In Essentially, <laughs> yes. In the Matthew Broderick movie, Godzilla reproduces asexually. So it's kind of... More like yeah. Jurassic Park. They can occasionally oh, okay. produce oh. males as like a genetic, genetic Hail Mary. Life wow. uh, oh. finds a way. So, so Eva, how, <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. how exactly are you, are, you, are you conducting your studies and where do you actually get the... The, the worms, worms from <laughs> you're, so you're growing them yourself in your lab. Or? So I do have a lab, which is actually two closets. Um, uh. So they're they're glorified labs. Some people um, have skeletons in their closets. She's I have got worms. boxes of worms. She's got worms. <laughs> uh, Tim Bloss over in biology is actually uh, a, a worm guy, and he keeps telling <laughs> me to stop guy. telling people that he gives me worms. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the research crossover now. It makes sense. <laughs> Wow. So, so I guess like, it, so so you study like epidemic models with disease, worm movement, and math. Like, I guess the mathematics would come in the models. How does that all tie together? Or is that you just have like two different closets like, things? for them? Yeah. How separate. many closets do you have? Is there a closet <laughs> for the sexually transmitted diseases and one for the worms? <laughs> because I don't understand. <laughs> so. The question about the closets first. There are two closets. Two there closets. are no Only human diseases in those closets. Just One of worms? my students tried to grow something. I told her she couldn't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I feel like that's something you need to like report to the CDC. Like, <laughs> that, yeah, we got this. We got this person <laughs> trying to grow like super herpes, or I don't know. <laughs> God, it's terrifying. It was. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so no, there are no human diseases in these closets. The um, the worms. overlap in the the area is really that I work with differential equations, and so I use differential equation models for both the diseases and for the worm movement because differential equations are basically just equations that look at the relationship between changes in certain variables, mm-hmm. like for example, changes in population. If you had an infected group of people, say zombies, and an uninfected group of people, say humans. Got it. <laughs> right? These populations can change, and there's going to be a relationship between these changes. Oh. So I have another question. Is there any difference between the way that worms uh, move around and human beings do? 
Humans have legs. Yeah. <laughs> I got that part. <laughs> do they so, have like muscles? Yes, they do actually. So, so this was actually what I was saying. Uh, so Anka claimed that he didn't have brains. They do have brains. They okay. have uh, a sort of Tiny central ones. nerve cords down both sides of their body. It's uh -huh. kind of like our central nervous system. And they do actually have rudimentary muscles, which are very much like uh, smooth muscle cells, which is more like heart muscle than sort of the muscles in our arms and legs. Um, but they're basic. They're one of the simplest organisms that have muscles and these nervous systems and are fully mapped. And by the way, I would point out that these are not earthworm type things. They're more like little snake worms kind of thing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I've cut up an earthworm before. So, in, in class. <laughs> so that we keep them on an agar gel, but they can swim. But I mean, if you were to basically go out into the dirt and dig up some dirt, you would be able to find some of these worms in the dirt. So how long are these worms? How long do they get? One millimeter long. One oh, wow, so not that's, nope. that's small. Not Very like small. a speck of dust. <laughs> wow. Okay, so like microscopic worms. They're not quite microscopic. You can oh, see them with the naked millimeter. eye, but they're they're darn tiny. Okay. Or there's a magnitude difference. Have they ever been right. bigger than one millimeter? No. No oh, Frankenworms. Okay. What's keeping them that small? Besides, like you know, like uh, what evolutionary? Is what derivative allows them to be so small? <laughs> <laughs> I think my answer to that would be, I have no idea why they're so small and we're so big. Are you figuring that out? No. <laughs> uh, okay. Science has sort of just left that one, let that one be. Is it hard to figure out how they move in a fluid? And why is it a topic of study at all? And what does agrogel taste like? I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> ask, the ask the students who tried to grow something. <laughs> students, it's a recurring problem. Don't eat the agar people. <laughs> So why study these worms? So one reason to study them is that they're simple, right? So they're a nice, simple organism that's well understood. They have muscles. They have a central nervous system. And so we can study them, right? Humans are weirdly complicated. And also there's, you know, ethical concerns about humans. Invertebrates we don't care about. Um, so anyway, we would study them that way. But also you can think about the, the kind of diseases that would impact movement, like Parkinson's disease is related to... Um, the presence of misfolded proteins. And these misfolded proteins can cause damage to cells and therefore there's an impact in movement. And you can create worm strains which exhibit some of these symptoms and we can study their movement and sort of figure out what's happening inside of them and hopefully make predictions about what's happening inside of people. So you've given a worm Parkinson's? I haven't. <laughs> but Talk to Tim Bloss. <laughs> All right. Why Parkinson's. don't we tap on Was that the guy who gives subject? you worms? Yes. Okay. Some more. Uh, in the next game, which is fill in the blanks for the straw news. Right. Ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Coming from the name of our expert. So the way that uh, the, this game goes about is we're gonna read to you a headline with some blank word, and you have to figure out what is what is that word there, cool. or a couple of words, whatever. Okay. Right. And and a little. It was taken from, from the news, and here's the first one. It appeared on, on NPR on October 20, 2016, and here it is. Blank, infections rise to new highs after states close health clinics. After states close health clinics. That's right. Blank, infections rise to new highs after states close health clinics. Random. Uh, <laughs> Worm infection. I, I think I think the hint in that one is rise to new heights. So I'm gonna say yeast. Yeast. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, yours again. 
Uh, just just random, random, random calamities. Okay. Random infections. <laughs> um, I'm still going to stick with worm infections. Rise to new worm heights. infections. Okay, so the correct answer for this is expert. Sexually transmitted. Darn it. There you go. <laughs> so the, the news report said it, it says that the number of people infected with three major sexually transmitted diseases is not an all-time high, according to a CDC report released Wednesday. And that's tied into the fact that states are now closing health clinics. Yikes. So how can your research help into that or tap into that? So one of the areas that I've researched is um, the impact of... Uh, certain prophylactics on the spread of disease. For example, the use of condoms in curtailing the spread of HIV infection. There's also, for example, a new drug treatment that is called uh, PrEP, which is a pre-exposure prophylactic, um, which it's a pill that you take every day, and it actually reduces the probability of transmission of HIV wow. by 90%. Now, oh. condoms are 98 to 99% effective, but this is for people who are at high risk. And so you can study the impact of these strategies on the um, spread of disease with mathematics. Obviously, you're not going to set a disease free in a population and say, go. Yeah. <laughs> right. <of> ethics. <laughs> yeah. there, there are ethical concerns with that. Yeah. Is that do, you, do you do that with the worms then? Do you No. <laughs> set, set the worms loose. Go. No, the disease to the worms. No, we don't actually disease any of the worms. The worms uh. are, are either perfectly normal or we, we create them damaged. So. Okay. Okay. Do you have like a model that uh, that gives you a result that you know would be like in a in a movie? The scientist is like, you know, looking at these charts and he's just, oh my god, and runs directly into the Oval Office and like, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is you got to listen to me to save everything. Like, do you have like any of those, I guess, catastrophic possibilities related to your uh, work? So we can, right? So if you any disease model that you come up with, you can have you can run basically a simulation to predict out what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You should always take those predictions with a grain of salt, right? So all mathematical models are wrong. Right. Some are useful. Right? So it's the point is to make predictions that are useful or that can test hypotheses. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Uh, so if you get a simulation that's saying everyone's going to die, it's the wrong. It's probably not Quite right. You forgot one sign there, right? <laughs> On the equation. Or you divided by zero. Or divided yeah. by zero. Uh, okay. <laughs> the with the prof uh, the the prevention prophylactic <laughs> prevention pill, um, is that like you pick it up at like CVS or is that? I believe it's a prescription drug. Okay. Just wondering. Right now, the CDC only recommends its use for people who are at high risk. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, wow. Right. That's amazing. So are these uh, are these differential equations in modeling that? In the modelings that that modeling that you're doing, um, are these of different types for the different populations or for different studies, or is the same type of differential equation that applies to many phenomena? So it's kind of a class of systems of differential equations. So we call these things um, dynamical systems. So they're actually ordinary differential equations, which means there's only derivatives with respect to time. And so we have different groups of different kinds of populations, say susceptible, infected. You can even have, say, susceptible high risk and susceptible low risk. And you can see how they interact. So these class of, this class of differential equations models is called an SIR model. Um, or a susceptible infected recovered model. There you go. Sir. Sir. Sir model. 
<laughs> ready for Smart. game number three, which is the JARG or the jargon and acronym game. Oh. Jargon serves the purpose of allowing a scientist or an author more generally to communicate both concisely and eff effectively within a disciplinary uh, audience. Now, many terms we use in our day-to-day -day language end up being used differently in scientific language. In general, they're used more loosely outside, in a si uh, outside of the scientific community. Uh, so let's look at some of these today. Uh, and we're not even touching Latin here. Uh, and that's uh, an expression, uh, or the name of a theory, a slender body theory. Standard? Slender. Slender body theory. Slender body theory. What does body that mean? Theory. I'd Slender like to say that Dove's um, new campaign. Dove's new campaign. <laughs> Everybody is beautiful. And slender in its own way. Yeah. <laughs> slender yeah. in its own way. <laughs> Bad PR. <laughs> uh, slender body theory. All right. Worms are skinny. Uh, skinny is slender. But slender it has like grace to it. It's like Slender man it's like started nice. on the internet with creepy pasta. Spaghetti is a type of pasta. Spaghetti looks like worms. Spaghetti looks like worms. <laughs> it's a tautology. So <laughs> right? It's a tautology. <laughs> Slender body. Are they getting close, Eva? They started close and then they wandered. <laughs> Slenderly. Um, uh, no. Wait, 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 wait. We started out with dove. Yeah, were we close with the dove thing? Or with the worm thing? The worm thing. Okay. Okay. Doves eat worms. Doves eat worms. Okay, so we're back to Dove. And then... <laughs> and people eat chocolate, Dove chocolates. And if you eat too many, you're not a slender body oh. anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, you're not slender okay. anymore. That's a good theory that I came up with. Is, is, it, is it how slender, like, cylindrical bodies move? Like, there's, like, a pattern to their motion? Yay! On the right track. Oh. Wow, okay. So, Damn, all right. Does the slender have to deal with like the, <laughs> the worms because they're they're slender? Kind of. Okay. Okay. So maybe Eva so, can so tell us. So would there be like an obtuse body like theory or no. like no What's <laughs> pudgy body theory? <laughs> husky, husky husky body husky body theory. Fluffy body theory. That would be spherical coordinates. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Spherical coordinates. Yo, mama. <laughs> Yo, mama, so slender. She's. No, never mind. <laughs> Yo, mama's a spherical a coordinate. <laughs> Your so, so Eva, uh, in a, a, can you provide us with a scientific yeah, explanation? Clarify this. Uh... Yeah, so. <clears throat> to start off, slender body theory is the idea that you can have a long, thin object. Um, so much longer than it is wide, like a worm, mm -hmm. in a viscous fluid. Right? So viscous meaning that inertia doesn't matter. So it's, if, you, if you're on like a boat and you, you stop the engine on a boat, you keep drifting. Uh, yeah. But that's inertia. So we're going to ignore that. We're going to be like on the scale of a worm in water. If it stops moving, it stops. Okay. So a uh. long, thin object in a viscous fluid, there's a force acting on the worm if it tries to move. So slender body theory is the mathematics that gives you an approximation of that force related to the velocity of the entire body. Okay. How small are these numbers with a velocity of a the millimeter worm. sized worm? So they can move probably in, in a viscous fluid, they can move probably about mm, 0.2 millimeters per second. So if I were to like walk to the end of that 
to the end of the room at 0.2 millimeters a second, how old would I be? <laughs> <laughs> what year? Who? What year You'd get yeah, there who tomorrow. Who would be president? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, it, 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 all right. So, like, worms can stop on a dime in a viscous fluid. All they have to do is stop moving. So, all right. So, if there's a worm traveling like 90 miles per hour in the ocean. It's fast. not, if it's traveling at 90 miles per hour, it's no longer in a uh, viscous environment. Okay. So viscosity, the viscosity of the environment actually has to do with how big things are, as well as the viscosity of the fluid. So it's the, the idea of a Reynolds number, right? So us in a swimming pool, we have inertia. A worm in a swimming pool has no inertia. It's the same water, but the size matters. So yes, size matters. <laughs> Back to the sexually transmitted disease study. Uh, so wait, what's right. the fastest worm there is? Like what's like the like? Do you study the fastest worm? Is there a 90 mile per hour worm? No. No, yeah, no, that'd be a monster. <laughs> Though we do have worm races. Can you imagine Jaws rewritten with like a worm? Worms. Like, actually I guess um, that I mean, sandworm, yeah. that sandworm movie. Dune? No, no, the one, the one where they're... Tremors. The, Tremors! Great movie. <laughs> Halloween watch list. Huh, Tremors. Game number four. Six. Six, who, game number six. Who counts? <laughs> so, because every scientist has a human side as well... So Would you we, guess? <laughs> so they live this also outside the lab sometimes, and outside of their offices. So, uh, in this game, we're going to try to reveal something about... Uh, the human side of our expert here. When she's not in the closet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Go. So the name of the game is Two Truths and a Lie. That is the game. It's very fitting for the closet uh, We part. have uh, provided ahead of time That's right. the comedians with uh, three sets of facts. About our expert. And they're going to they read, did not the read three them facts before. and they will have to figure out which one which the ones one are the truths and which one is the lie? Okay, so let's go to number one that you have there. All right, you want to start, Alan? Yeah, sure. Uh, Dr. Strawbridge has dual citizenship, U.S. and Spanish, but she detests eating octopus. I don't know how that's related to either <laughs> of those nationalities. <laughs> I, 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 I'm Latino. I can vouch. Makes sense. Checks out. All right. Um, they are related. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Strawbridge technically dropped out of high school. She might have officially attended for something like a semester, but ultimately got a GED. Then started taking college classes since she was a young teen. She is also a little itty bitty bit of a hypochondriac. Okay, maybe more than a little. That's true. That's too fake. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Okay, the last one. Uh, Dr. Strawbridge has hiked two different ways of the Camino de Santiago, 200 and 100 miles respectively, the Portuguese way and the English way. Which Ooh. are the truths and which is the lie? Marin, I feel like you and like your piece of information and my piece of information are, are kind like of tied similar, together. Yes. Yeah. That could be but a trick, though. And, and it, the game is called Two Truths and, and One lie. lie. Two is more than one. <laughs> two plus one is three. We have three... Options. There is a problem here. There's one lie here. I, I will say, I will say that like half of my theater professors like dropped out of school at some point, 
and like started again. So prof- and like I think one of the guys that was doing this last year also like dropped out of college <laughs> for like two years. Didn't like the guy who did Microsoft drop out of high school. A- a- if you want to be smart, just drop yeah, out Bill of college. Gates, it yeah. seems. <laughs> but so I I I'm not ready to throw away that she um dropped out, dropped of, out high of school. Sc- high school because she. Because you can really always smart. you can always pick it back up, folks. Yeah, maybe maybe like mine is like only half of this a lie. Like maybe she is dual citizen, <laughs> wait, but I, she did, but she loves eating octopus and detests okay, those who so hate. Oh wait, I, 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 so do, do they speak Portuguese in Spain? Because I no, think no, they don't. No, they speak Spanish no, in Spain. No, they speak Spanish in Spain <laughs> and Portuguese in Portugal. <laughs> okay, I just didn't know. You know, sometimes they Get throw a grande, Looks like we're learning a lot here. Okay, because this way is the the Portuguese way and the English way, so. Maybe it's like one 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 way, like this. All the signs are in Portuguese, and the other way, the signs are in English. Portugal. Um, I think it's gonna be a technicality. Oh my gosh, she's, she's throwing us yes. a curveball, okay. guys. Uh, no, she speaks okay. Spanish. I, oh, okay, okay, all right. So. Yeah. Whoa. Tiene grande gusanos. I, I think what? I'm gonna say. Pequeño. So which right, so one do you think is the lie? I'm gonna have to say that, like, probably this one that she dropped out because her Spanish checks out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that must be from high school, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, high school she's got like hiking. She's she looks like you could hike. Hiking. Yeah. Earth. Um, I like you like just worms. Me up. No, no. no I, I, I was like checking your calves. I was checking your calves, <laughs> like to see if you like walk Whoa. a lot. Like. Whoa. <laughs> it was it was applied mathematics. I got it. <laughs> Far enough, far enough. Uh, I'm gonna say that this one is is a, is a lie. I go, I I second Diego. Oh wow, I'm I'm gonna be black sheep and say uh, she she is not a dual citizen because um, these colors don't run. So uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make worms great again. All right. Wow. So reveal to what's, us. What's which the final answer then? Which one is the lie? We have to pick one. We have to get a well, consensus. They have. Um, oh, you're the odd one out, so we're going to go Yeah, we're going to. Okay, okay. All right. We're yeah. going to say oh, that. Wow. It I'll, is, just, I'll just say. It is false that Dr. Strawbridge technically dropped out of high school and is a little bit of a hypochondriac. There you go. <laughs> no! Oh, oh, I told uh, you. Right. So, I so which <laughs> one is the so lie? So what is the Eva? lie? Is Alan correct? I have only one citizenship, U.S., and I love yeah! octopus. Yeah! <laughs> no. Uh, I feel so bad, Alan. I'll never doubt you again. No. <laughs> so, so she does I, hike. So you do hike. That's awesome. How, how was that? Do you know that? Portuguese? I don't know Portuguese. Is this, okay, Portuguese way, does that mean the signs are in Portuguese? No, the Portuguese way is starts in Portugal oh, okay, and ends in Santiago de Compostela in Spain. Oh, okay, right. And what's the English way? <laughs> it starts up north and uh, ends in near London. Feral. No, Wait. it doesn't end in London. Wait, is, it, is it one mountain yeah. range? <laughs> you no, the, the Camino de Santiago is uh, many different paths, all ending in either Santiago or um, out on the coast near Santiago. So it's like an all roads lead to Rome type of thing. Exactly. Interesting, interesting. How long did it take to hike? Uh, the Portuguese way, starting from Porto... Uh, Portugal to Santiago, Spain was 10 days. And then the English way from Ferrol to Santiago was five. How long would it take your worms to do that? <laughs> they would die. <laughs> it's like what a generational thing. What if they were in the thing. fluid, though? <laughs> yeah. If they were in the fluid, how long would they die then? They would die. Okay. <laughs> what, what is the lifespan of your worms? Like days? If I don't kill them? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From yeah. natural yeah. causes. Yeah. So of natural causes. <laughs> if you have it, like the old age or something. <laughs> of your worms. They can actually wind up hibernating if they run out of food. So they can last several weeks. Actually, wow. months if you keep them so in the So you freezer. could take them hiking if you wanted to. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. To get long <laughs> for models and small world, with small worm with big dreams. Just them. The third one. So okay. we're gonna move on to the go next for the part. Next uh, we'll game. come back to it maybe. We're gonna right. come back. All right. All right. And so now game number seven. Infinite. Infinite. <laughs> Regular uh, as the number. It's called <laughs> Lester Worm Murphy versus Professor Strawbridge. We're gonna have a skit that the comedians are gonna put together. Uh, when so the, the setting sounds like Professor Strawbridge takes on a new project idea. Maybe in the lab as well. All right. And uh, they have two some, students, right? some fortune with, cookies. With two yeah. So there, there are two use. students and as you play out this uh, new endeavor that she will discover, um, she is perhaps talking to the students, and as you go, you read some of the instructions or yeah. things okay. that she says. Okay, come along. Uh, can we get a location of uh, somewhere uh, you don't want to run into your professor? In the bar. In the bar. In the bar. <laughs> Say we're gonna pull from you can, this. You can put that up. Okay. Yeah. So you don't need to. All right. So we don't get down All right. Strawbridge. <laughs> Who is Professor Strawbridge? Yes. Oh hey, hey, Miss Strawbridge. Dr. Professor oh, uh, Strawbridge. Doctor. It's so funny. To see you here. Yeah. Oh, three, wow. three bottles already. Wow. Hard yeah, <laughs> day with the worms. No, yeah, we got the mics. Uh, uh, re quick, so, Doctor Strawbridge, piranhas don't eat each other. I, I just know, I just know things about worms and, and insects and PDEs. Um, I don't really know much about piranhas. Well, I, I heard you've been doing some like really cool uh, studies on like the interactions of like people, and I was wondering if you could help me out. There's this girl I really like. And he needs help. He needs help. I, I don't know what to say to her. Like last time I walked up to her, I said, It hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> your hopes dashed. Your dreams down the toilet. And your fate is sitting right beside you. And she just. This is all she had to say. Here, I was there. This wow. is what she said back to him. Yeah, wow. I said that. And then she said, Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions, Smokey. <laughs> Dr. Strawbridge, I'm at a loss. We really need help here. He needs help. Yeah, you guys are getting real honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I can, I can maybe, I got some models in the lab that you know have relationship do's and don'ts, and I can maybe throw in the whole self-loathing in there. See how that plays. What, what, what uh, was the tagline of that new thesis that you just put out on uh, the worm-human right, dichotomy? Right, right. I'm so glad that you asked. I'm real proud of it. Uh, is uh, the message is not so much that the worms will inherit the earth, 
but that all things play a role in nature, even the lowly worm. Wow. I wow. I, I got that ghost written for me. That That's was, pretty good. That was great. Wow. wow. It's exactly no. like we learned in class. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I had a question about the syllabus. It said uh, that your office hours are from 3 a.m. to uh, until the bar close. Uh, and also, your attendance policy just didn't make sense. It said... It said... You can shear a sheep many times, but skin him only once. Does that mean like we can only miss one day of class? Yeah, wait, does that mean I, I can like be late as many times as I want, but like once I'm like no, not? No. But you can just not. No, that, that, was, that was how um, the, where the bar close part of that instruction oh. comes in. And oh, then, okay. you know, I went home after the bar closed and I just typed out the syllabus. And <laughs> I don't know, just some guy oh, said okay. some words at the oh, bar, okay. and I just thought, you know, it, that my students should probably take something from yeah, that. Very yeah. inspirational. Thank you, thank you for that. Um, and, and but I always say, though, I always say, if you had to do it all over again, knowing what would happen, <laughs> would you make the same choice? Dr. Well, wow. Dr. Strawbridge, are, is You're, everything okay at home? Um, I mean, how I, long, how long I, have you been here? Are you okay? Do you need a ride back? No, I'm fine. <laughs> that, I, I just, one, that one time you fell asleep while we were taking our midterm, you were mumbling in your sleep and you said, um, you said 15 large five days or I start breaking things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, then, was, that was a tough two weeks. Shortly that was a tough after, two weeks. Shortly after you woke up and you yelled, I told warm, Worm, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. No, no, I don't. Well, hey, uh, so I saw that uh, I could sign up to be a lab assistant for extra credit. Um, what, what's, uh, what are some of the guidelines or any words of advice? It's real simple. Um, I mean, like I see it with all my first years, every time they go into the lab, they always think of these things and I just always tell them the same mantra. What can you do for me? I mean, I mean, 500 isn't even enough to get me started. I, I'm sure that's really motivating. To yeah, this. yeah. No, I, I, that, that kind of puts like remember, lights the fire. I remember after your first class, uh, mm -hmm. freshman year. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The first thought I had was, I'm sure there was a good reason you left. You just, <laughs> you just have to work harder, prepare, and smooth things out with the others. I'm sure there was a good reason why you left. And, and yeah, like everyone after uh, your intro to worm worm class. Everyone left the class and we were all just raving and saying, we were saying, listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour at the table, then you are the sucker. <laughs> and Dr. Strawbridge, bring it in. Dr. Strawbridge, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I took a risk. I took a risk. You'll see all the angels and you'll never have the stones to play one. Oh my God. What's your name? You're in my 1115. Where, oh my God. Um, you, you'll forget it tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Then this, no, no. Put no, down the no. agro gel, doctor. <laughs> it's time I, to, I think we consider too much. It's time to see the light at the end of the closet. I think we consider too much the good luck of the early bird and not enough the bad luck of the early worm. And it, it is the worms. It is the worms. 
Do you need help? No, 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 Do you need no, help no, finding your words? Should we call someone? The guy that gives you worms? You have to swear to me. None of your classmates will hear about this, but yeah. there's some, change, honor. There's Worms some honor. changes going on Worms honor. through, you know, the up top and uh, <laughs> the up top and, and, the, and they and they told me they told me this. Summer clerkship in your office <laughs> says I know what you're holding. Oh. Wow. That Wait, is, the secret's out. That is so Wait, touching. they know they found your closet full of worms. They know it? Oh my gosh. That, that, oh my god, you're killing me! You've got to get you back in the game. We're old partners. We're going to run it like we always did. Dr. Strawbridge, Wait, let's I have make one worms last again. Thing to say. No, Gerald, you failed my class. I'm sure you guys were talking about pierogies and snow, but let's cut that out. <sighs> I don't think I heard you right. I think, uh, <laughs> I think you said pierogies. Pierogies. Okay. I think that's like an Italian. How many have you had to drink? Oh, don't worry about it, Dr. Strawbridge. Yeah. There's, uh, we had the tequila tomorrow. bottle that has the worm in it. <laughs> okay. So, okay. But uh, we'll tried. see you in class tomorrow. 11.15. 11.15-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Does anybody have uh, enough science and uh, and uh, <coughs> comedy tonight? Yeah. Woo! Woo! Applause this again, maybe if you had. I feel alive. There's plenty. Feed my ego. There's a mystery to untangle using comedy as our angle. We'll reveal the quest of a special guest with a little jesting. We'll be demystifying the expert. Laughter as our guide to mystifying the expert till our questions have been satisfied and the expert has been well demystified.